Hey, this is MG from the Reset Race Podcast, where we discuss race, politics, economics, and reparations. We wanted to let you know that we've started a Patreon. So to support us over there, please go to www.patreon.com slash Reset Race Network. Again, www.patreon.com slash Reset Race Network. Thanks. We'll see you over there. All right, welcome back to Reset Race, where we're here, we, we reset how you think about race, how you talk about race, and how it functions in our society, and in, base, in this case, uh, American politics. Um, and also how it functions in your personal life and, and, and everything around you. And once you listen, we listening to us, you'll be so much smarter. You may be even allowed to talk to black people. So <laughs> I'm Michael Graham from Actify Press. Um, and some folks call me MG. Some call, folks call me other stuff that I can't talk about on here. So but I'm here with my illustrious, our illustrious panel, the uh, the Reset Race Squad. So I'm gonna we're gonna start from the top. I'm gonna talk. We're gonna let Sam introduce herself. Then it's gonna be Mud. Then it's gonna be John. Sam. Hey, hey, thank you. So I'm Samantha Angelique. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, was it Samantha Angelique uh, channeling Papa Legba harder, which is at me seventeen trillion. I also run We Will Not Suffer in Silence. I'm uh, helping. I'm helping the therapists that are running American Descendants of Slavery Lineage Therapy, and I am working with MG on building ResetRace.org. Yeah. So you can find me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I do have we will not suffer in silence.org. And then you can also mainly find me. I feel like I'm always on Twitter. So alrighty, that's it. I'm gonna let y'all go to the next one because we we gonna get it in tonight. I'm looking forward to this because y'all this. all ask the same questions over and over again. So we're gonna give you some answers. Oh boy, oh you ain't gonna like him either. I right. <laughs> mud you up, baby. <laughs> Call me mud. Um you can find me at on Twitter at uh of lineage. Um, you can also come to my YouTube channel, watch my videos. I deconstruct leftist uh, whack-ass arguments about everything. But yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that, Mud. Big John, talk to us. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's John C. Uh, uh, Twitter is at Jenny. Yeah, I said Jenny. I mean, you going now? Nah, you gotta add that out. Like, I'm feeling good, nigga. It's at John Danny O C. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to follow me, you can. I really don't. I really don't care as usual. Just here to get justice for my people. You think about Janet Jackson? Yeah, I'm sitting on. I'm sitting on. I'm sitting don't on that Janet Jackson a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sitting, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting, I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm feeling good. I'm with my family. We about to go put some more anti-black leftists on the grill. I'm happy to be here. I don't know why I'm here. I'm always gonna keep saying it because y'all three of the most brilliant minds out of the community. I'm just happy to be around y'all, man. And, and fuck it, let's go get them. You already know. We already put some lefties on the grill. You know what we do. Okay, we glad to have you, John. Stop lying, Negro. Hey, all right. So 
we're gonna on <laughs> now right now we're gonna we're gonna talk about um one of our favorite i say that I, you you would see quotes if this was video but uh, one of our favorite economists matt brunick being um, facetious and, yeah being facetious like a mug and one of the oh my god zed jelani zed is a prick it is what it is he, um again my favorite question excuse me sir what cast mm, are you that's mm, all i like to know are you are you yeah a absolutely yeah absolutely are you a brahmin yeah zed is, zed is all no problem zed is always coming with the anti-black bullshit uh if you understood class and race what what uh sam is getting to if you understood class and race and caste in india you would understand now we're assuming he's indian now he could be pakistani or something else but we won't go into that, but I'm assuming he's Indian. But um, maybe one day he'd tell us after he cusses me out for calling him a prick. I welcome that. I I am at reset at race reset at race reset on Twitter at race reset on Twitter. He better Twitter. not come over Comfy there. He better not come over there getting his ass fired. You better not come yeah, over there. I love embarrassing people that think they're smarter than me. I love that. All right, so. With that said, this is uh, Zed Jelani is, is interviewing Matt Brunick uh, about, about reparations and how um, economics works in some, some planet where I don't know where, where Matt is, okay? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> okay. so, so Mud, uh, Mud, let me uh, say when, tell us when to stop, when, when, you, when you're ready to get started, Mud, because you're leading us yeah, this for is, this, this one. Much, so yeah. when you're ready to mm -hmm. stop, it's on you. Let us know, okay? You All can right, give right. people a short version of what you did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I know you've done a lot of work on like closing these gaps or at least reducing their size, not only like between racial categorizations, but between class categorizations or any other way you can think of people, just closing gaps between people who are on the bottom, people who are on the top. Uh, you know, what are some ideas you think that could be helpful in that regard. And maybe what, what's your critique of maybe some of the idea, other ideas you've seen out there that maybe wouldn't be as helpful given the information that you, you've discovered and seen? So, you know, when it comes to the racial wealth gap, I, um, over the years, I've kind of, kind of thought about four different possibilities. The first one, and people talk a lot about this, though I don't think they think too hard about it, is let's just get the median black family up to the median white family, right? And that is actually not difficult to do because like we said, there's very little wealth in the bottom and in the middle of society, mm -hmm. right? The bottom half owns like one or 2% of the wealth. And of course the black population is only 13% of the population. So if you wanna kind of top them off and get them to the median, I calculated it's about 0.5% of national wealth. Like you could pretty much do that by just getting some money from white billionaires together and you, you, could, you could make it happen. Mm -hmm. But as you might expect, something that cheap doesn't really solve the big problem. Um, in fact, it only solves about 3% of the problem if you're talking about the overall racial wealth gap. Mm -hmm. So that seems like a dead end, like a uh, solution. Quick question. So did, yeah, no, quick question. So he, did, he just basically said what he was talking about wouldn't work, right? Yeah. Because he, he just said it would only take care of like 3%. And yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have to, so, but that is basically what he said, right? So basically he said all that stuff just to say like, oh, that wouldn't actually really work. Am I yeah. right? Okay. But 
Yeah, but I, I want to be clear, like he's actually focused on the actual goal. Like he's he's paying attention to the goal and saying this is not good enough to actually reach the goal of closing the racial wealth gap. Okay, so okay, okay. I want so, the audience to keep that in mind. Okay, okay. So I'm cut him some slack. That's what you said. Yeah. For now. Okay. Okay. I'm keep it going. And that not where 97% of the racial wealth gap remains is no solution at all. It would seem to me. So then you move into the second category and you say, okay, we're not going to close the median. We're going to close the mean, the average, right? The difference between 900,000 for white families and 140 for black families. And how are we going to do that? And you kind of break off into two ideas. You say, well, let's just make the black distribution match the white distribution, right? So, you know, the, the wealthiest black person will have as much as the wealthiest white person. The poorest black person will have as much as the poorest white person. So it'll be very unequal, but it'll be equal between the races. They'll look the same. The lines yeah. will overlap, right? Yeah. And, but when you kind of go down that path, you say, well, if we did that, then that would mean that we would give, again, 350 times more money to the wealthiest black families than the poorest black families. Mm -hmm. which, all right, so the problem here is that like he's trying to play this game where we got to make Oprah equivalent to fucking Jeff Bezos. We got to make the poorest black person equivalent to the poorest white person. And the whole thing is like, well, he's saying this is how it would have worked out if we went through the natural process of capitalism. The problem is, is that we didn't go through that process we weren't allowed to participate. So, so what we need to do at this point in time is make up for the fact that we weren't allowed to participate. And you can't sit here and say that you worked it out where you can figure out exactly what Oprah would have had under capitalism if, if slavery and none of this shit happened. You can't do that. You don't have any equation to do that. You're just talking out your ass. So what we need to do is probably, you know, the next solution, but I'll let you guys, you know, jump in. No, I'll, I'm, a, I'm just going to go a little bit further with what you said, where he's like, there's no guarantee. Well, actually, if you start pulling people who were here before the end of slavery and you're looking at the wealth in their families, they tend to have a little bit more money. Some of them got land. Remember, a lot of these families were able to get um, Homestead Act and all those other things in the early, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. Like a lot of these people, what well, was the late 1800s for the Homestead Act? So a lot of these people were able to get land and you know, sell that land off over time and create all kinds of lives. Like, how are you saying that we wouldn't have had that? Like, we, we're not even talking about the fact that we were denied 40 acres and a mule. We were denied the 100 acres that they were giving away to people who were just arriving. So for them just to be like, oh, you shouldn't. Well, it would have worked out this way, but we don't know that. And on top of that, we were denied everything. Every time there was a handout or a gift in this country, we didn't get it. So it's time for you to pay up. It's not a big I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Just pay what you owe. The only reason why it's an issue is because you don't want to pay the money to black people. I'm done. Right. John, you got anything on that? Yeah, I ain't got really. I mean, <laughs> this nigga's crazy. <laughs> Matt Brunig, man. He takes, stop taking them shrooms, Matt Brunig, man. I know you take shrooms, man. Like, I know, I, really, I, I say a lot of y'all white niggas take shrooms. I like, y'all hallucinate, y'all. Allegedly. Hey man, listen. Hey, hey, I took. Hey, I ain't, nah, You know what? I ain't gonna get into that. Yeah. What I am going. What I. Nah, I never took no shrooms though. But what I am gonna get into is that Matt Brunet is really trying to say like 
he's basically it's a clever argument. But it's not that clever though, to be honest with you. Because he's like a real shit. Like if Jeff Bezos, <laughs> first of all, if first of all, oh my Jesus Christ, I'm about to get this nigga. He's bugging. First of all, if our wealth proportion was the same as white people wealth proportion, now do you understand? Be honest with you, like the top five percent of black families in our fucking community got like three hundred fifty family. Like they're not even millionaires, huh? You feel me? Your top five percent is millionaires. Ding, like, ding, shit, like real ding, shit, like so. You so. So let's talk. Let's even talk about that. Then your body, your bottom fifty percent probably own. Yo, real shit. What percentage of white people own less than a fucking dollar in wealth? Show me that. I don't percentage. think they have. Any, do they have? Do they have anybody that's? I gotta look at that chart again. No. How many any, white people? Do they have no, anybody that know. falls under the line? If if they do, it has to be like in the one percentile. Ours is, is like the fit? bottom three or four. Half the race? Oh but no. Is it half your no, race? Not. Of course not. Nope. No. But and the thing about it. And what he's and what's, what he's going to eventually allude to, I don't want to get too far into that argument yet. Though what he's going to allude to is that this minority group of people shouldn't have more wealth than other groups of people in the country because that don't that's not that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we're talking, we all talking. We up, and, and you know what? Think about it. It's like that's, you're talking about closing the racial wealth gap. That's what we're talking about at the mean the meeting. Hey, you're talking, mm-hmm. you're talking about closing the racial wealth gap. Period. Like, so the mm-hmm. fact that. Oprah is worth with Jeff Bezos is worth now, and the poorest white person is worth with the poorest black person is worth now. Now we get into equality now. Then after that though, then the debt come. Then you remember like then real shit. Like then the other see that now we get into yeah you right yeah you absolutely yep yep. You feel me? The fact that bro we don't struggle. The fact that it's in, it's unequal at all times when the economy fluctuates, do good. It's in, it's inequality, but the the amount of wealth level and the amount of money, the amount of income, the amount of power is always disproportionate to our group. This is what that will fix. Yeah, you right, Matt Brunet. Oprah will have as much as Jeff Bezos and that poor white trailer passion nigga will have as much as the black woman in the projects now. Real shit. You know what I mean? Like real talk. Like and the thing about it is that I'm talking about that's the poorest of your community though. You think about mm-hmm. poor white trash, they got trailer park. Bro, poor black people do not live like poor white people on average, though. Based on the numbers you talking about. You seen the numbers? You did all these wealth reports with black people. You know what the fucking numbers is? We talking about closing the wealth gap. We not talking about who the wealth inequality is going to yeah, See that? And that's when the other shit come in. But, we not, but if you do all this other shit and don't close the wealth gap, then we're going to be left behind. And that's the games you play. Don't worry, Again. I got you. No, I got you, Mike Brunet. I got you. I got you, man. I got you, Shaggy. I got you, doggy. All right. All right. Did you have a response? You, you got no, the, the quintile question? Oh, yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say is, like, um, it's just the lowest uh, lowest quintile that's, like, negative. But we're, like, three or four quintiles, like, you know, different groups out of the 10 that are, like, below, you know, basically in debt. But also... Okay. It's like, this whole scam is like he's just trying to poison this whole idea to turn us against capitalist capitalism to like move us into like a general wealth redistribution thing. That's the whole point of this. Like this shit doesn't even make sense. The way what he's arguing is just a roundabout way to turn us against capitalism to make us mad at capitalism mm-hmm. to like move us into like a general wealth redistribution thing. That's the whole point of this. Like this shit doesn't even make sense. The way what he's arguing is just a roundabout way to turn us against capitalism to make us mad at capitalism mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and and I, this is something i wanted to get to as well but what, well, let me just to just to touch 
touch on it. I need I need everybody to to, to take. I don't. I, this is my. First, I've read some of Mac Brunick's work, but this is my first time listening to him speak, um, uh, in 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 on video. Um, he looked funny, right? Audio. You look weird. You think he was? Maybe he was a white dude with like Bill Gates, but he looked all shaggy. No, he looks like a hippie now. You like, damn, he was there. Yeah, well, I'm gonna leave that alone right now. We get it. We get him at the, at the end of the video because. All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but I think one of the things that, that the audience should be aware of how bland he's speaking, how bland his speech is. He's very, very careful about not hitting. I met perhaps in his mind, maybe either he's being dishonest, intentionally being dishonest, or he's intentionally avoiding what he considers to be landmines, words like race, black, um, uh, reparations, um, cash. <laughs> you know, he's being very careful not to step in those spaces. And I, I, I don't I don't want to to uh, to try to guess what his motivations are. Right. I have my own thoughts. I may or may not get into that, but I need the audience to be very to be very aware of how he's how he's broaching the subject and how he's framing this. All right, Sam. Also seems absurd. Right. So then you go into a third possibility and you say, well, OK, why don't we just give out an equal amount to each black family and we'll close the mean that way. And I've done the math on that. It's it's a little it's some it's a little over six hundred thousand. That's how much you'd have to give to each family to bring the nine hundred thousand for whites and one forty to blacks to bring them together. Mm -hmm. um, but when you do that and you give every black family whatever it is six hundred twenty thousand dollars or something like that, what ends up happening is the poorest black family, literally the poorest black family in the country, is wealthier than sixty eight percent of white families. Mm -hmm. So there are, no, there are no black families in the bottom two thirds of society. Um, and curiously, there also would be very few black families at the very top of society because mm. 600,000. Would that be such a bad thing? I'm gonna keep playing it till Mud tells us to stop, but it, would that be such a bad thing? Thousand is not gonna get you up into the 1% or anything like that. And, and, by, and by the way, as a, as a side note, the, the Latino wealth is very similar to black wealth, right? Like it's- Yes, it's almost like- So this would also leave that group just completely uh, out. Yeah. All right. Mud says stop, stop, fucking stop. <laughs> All right, I don't All right. even want to talk about the Latino point just yet. Um, so we might want to back up and get to that, but the, the whole thing about the, um, yeah, this whole shit is like, okay, you just, you're taking off the mask and you're letting us know that you're white supremacists. Why the fuck does it mm -hmm. matter if black people are, have more money than 69% of, of white people? Who gives a After fuck? After 400 years in building the country, yeah. After 400 like, years, and a lot of these white people are newer immigrants. It's not like a lot of these white, mm -hmm. remember, didn't Bernie Sanders people get here in the 30s? Yeah, One of my absolutely. ladies, her daddy got here in the 60s. The 60s? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, here's the thing, like, there shouldn't even be a comparison. Like, we're talking about justice for mistreatment, that it was done to mm -hmm. one group, not done Absolutely. to all, just one group. So mm -hmm. if we're about doing justice in that regard, then why the fuck would you bring white people into it unless you, you want us to be inferior to white people? Like, you mm -hmm. want us inferior position. Or, or your intention is for us to clash. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I said I wasn't gonna talk about it. Goddamn! Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, like, 
Yeah, I mean, this is this is the correct answer. Like, obviously, this is the answer that makes the most sense. But like he he like what he's doing is poisoning all of these ideas. First, he threw out the bad ideas because he knew, you know, we would be on side on on his side with poisoning those ideas. Mm -hmm. But this idea, what he's trying to do is like like you said, pit us against, you know, the white people. Mm -hmm. And also like he like it is this thing where like white people just have it in their minds that we should not be better than the poorest white person. Like, mm -hmm. we should, like our, our general level should be subservient. And that's bottom. how they've always felt. Mm -hmm. Leave us at the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's, that's why I always say when somebody comes with policy for black people, will we still be at the bottom at the end? You know what I mean? Then of course they come out, but what about somebody else is going to be at the bottom? Why are you making that my problem? We're the oppressed, not the oppressor. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, John. You were up next. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mud. Will you finish first? Will you finish? Hey, go ahead. Go ahead, John. This nigga is fucking yo, yo. Shaggy need to yo. Real talk, yo. Stop doing whatever coke. Stop doing it, Matt Brunette. Stop. Yo, real talk. Stop is making your brain turn your brain to mush and making the anti blackness come out your head. You don't, bro. Listen, man. He said, "Listen, man. We do if we do this reparations the way it's supposed to be done. That means that twenty percent of black, the lowest black families, is going to be more wealthy than the." I'm like, you talking about how it is now? Or we, we, I mean, so you talking about how it is now? And not only that, like, don't you think? Real talk. Listen, man. This been the position of Asians in this country since like the motherfucking late 1970s, and nobody got no fucking smoke for them. Nobody nice. says you're playing into capitalism. Nobody mm -hmm. says you're not with it. You ain't. You ain't for the people. Nobody say nothing to these motherfuckers. But the group that's here and real talk and what and what who built the country MG was mm -hmm. yeah and built the country. Been through all the fucking pain and struggle. Had to deal with all this shit that helped come here. Real talk. You mad for at least real shit a few decades. Real shit, we gonna be we gonna be wealthy. And he said he's like we could do that, and they won't be as wealthy as the wealthiest family. So, oh, so basically, you saying that the majority of our family is gonna be upper middle class and middle class. We have a stable community now, and white people mm -hmm. won't have that. And if you're like, so? no, they'll still have that. Yeah, they'll, they'll still have the stable communities I, that they have. They would see, see that, but he's making an argument saying that if we stabilize black people, the poor whites, you feel me, at medium, like real shit, we'll be above them. Yeah, we should too. But now, mm -hmm. for at least, a, good, at least a few decades, y'all mm -hmm. gotta eat the pain. Mm -hmm. We ate the pain since we got here. You can't eat the pain mm -hmm. for at least a century. And you know, like Sam said, we so good. If we so good at people, we get the bread. We'll still be like, all right, and that shit probably last 50 years. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. quote unquote, wealthy. But at the end of the day, you still have white. But at the end of the day, you not bringing in the, you not bringing in a lot of shit. He's doing a lot of games with the numbers and shit. And all I'm saying, mm -hmm. he's in economies. He did his, he did his work, he did his homework. And I respect him as an economist, nigga. I don't real talk like I talk to real, I talk to real I talk to real economists, people that really do the studies in this shit. At the end of the day, my ancestors, the common sense of my ancestors, telling me like, "Yo, bro, you gonna be mad that the most poorest group in this country, that been the poorest group in this country since the country was founded, will be wealthier, but they, their poorest will be wealthier than their poorest for a few years. You feel me? Like real shit for a few decades, or honey? Feel me like after feel me like after all the shit that's old to us." And you thinking that's that shit don't make us. You think no, he he bugging. And real shit, like he doing some real slippery sliding, slipping and sliding. Mm -hmm. Man, like real talk, man. That's, I'm why very, that's why they're both very careful with the language. 
Right? Yeah, um, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'll, I'll let you because, go, MG. My bad. Yeah. Well, let me let Sam go first, and then, then, then. yeah, because you switched the order, mm-hmm. sir. My bad. <laughs> Mud on you. And definitely get in the fight. I was after exactly. Go get him. Go get. Him. But um, no, no, no. I just no, no. That was all good. Oh, yeah, no, I just. <laughs> I wanted you to close it out. You wanted you to bring it home. He like, yo, Sam. Oh, I'm not doing it. No, no, he's like, Sam, bring it home. I don't know if y'all ever saw Mean Girls, but you just reminded me of the of the black principal when he like raised his hand when they were like, who has been abused? I saw and everybody's like raising their hand. Oh, hell no. Hell no, Sam. Hell no. Go ahead, Khaleesi. Do your thing. Do your thing, Sam. I just find it so funny, like how you guys said, where he's like, well, black people would just be in the middle, would end up having more money than the bottom line. Well, let's talk about contribution, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody likes to talk about how white people were, you know, how white people had to work in the North. And now, mind you, I know American history. I know that y'all got, you know, you guys had, you know, poverty wages, you know, they they worked y'all lots of hours for little money. But at the end of the day, you got paid. And got guess how you got... And guess how you got paid? You got paid because that cotton that you were turning into textiles in the North, we picked that. So if we didn't pick that cotton, you didn't have no job. So we have always been a jobs program for white people. Even now, when you look at these um, these prisons in the middle of these small towns, ain't no black people in the town but the ones in the prison. Black prison, prison full of black people, nothing but white guards, all white town. So again, we are a jobs program for people. So basically when you take out our, like Yvette says, with the eating the failure, right? When you take out us eating the failure, then all of a sudden everybody's looking around like, well, what are we going to do? What about us? And why is it such a problem for us to have what we should have had? Like we built this country and I don't understand if y'all understand this or not. And maybe because we needed Baldwin, but like Baldwin said, I built the railroads. He said, I picked the cotton. I took the cotton to market. Let me put it this way. That from a very literal point of view, the harbors and the ports and the railroads of the country. The economy, especially of the southern states, could not conceivably be what it has become if they had not had, and do not still have indeed, and for so long, so many generations, cheap labor. I am stating very seriously This is not an overstatement. I picked the cotton. And I carried it to market. And I built the railroads. Under someone else's whip. For nothing. For nothing. The southern oligarchy which has until today so much power in Washington and therefore some power in the world was created by my labor and my sweat and the violation of my women and the murder of my children. This, in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And no one can challenge that statement. It is a matter of historical record. Like... You know what I mean? Like we built this country and you guys do not, you do not respect 
our contribution. But without us, y'all, most of y'all who just got here in the past 20, 30 years wouldn't even have wanted to come here because this place was a cesspool. Like mm -hmm. we built this country up. Without us, there was no real capital to go forward. And let's just keep it a buck because if everybody could have did what they would say that they could have just did, they would have did in their own country. Y'all all had to come mm. here. And I'm talking about your ancestors too. I'm not talking about people in the past 30 years specifically. I'm talking about all y'all going all the way back to when y'all came here, when y'all brought people here on ships, when you enslaved the native population, when you did all of that. That's what I'm talking about. Like you have always needed us to make stuff better for you. Cause if you could have did it at home, you wouldn't have had to come over here to do it. So you right. need to start respecting our contribution. Mm -hmm. That's it, that's it and that's all. So when you be like, oh, well then we, yes, because we deserve it. We built the country, like literally we built this thing and you guys have had too many years to feel like it was all done just out of a miracle. Like I see people be like, oh, slavery, slavery was barely part of, slavery was the biggest market economy going at that time not just on this continent, but in Europe as well. Like if we really wanna get froggy, we need to start talking about suing England and a few other places for our damn money. So absolutely. like, too. Yep, absolutely. yeah, so that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like everybody wants to sit here and play yeah, games, no. but we, we, we were the hottest thing smoking. If you take out our free years of contribution, and then even after that, all this land that you stole from us, all these people that you burned out of their homes, all these people that you lynched and took their property, all of, a lot of that stuff is still in your families now. Some of y'all need to start doing some research, especially, it's not even, I, I was gonna say, for, especially for those of you who live in the South, but I read Sundown Towns and I read Buried in Bitter Waters. Y'all was burning down people and running us out of towns all over the country. But oh. specifically, in you, if you live in the South, you need to do some research because you probably know somebody whose family is living on land that they rent that somebody rents negroes up off of i'm not saying all of y'all come from these murdering people but a lot of y'all do and a lot of y'all need to have some serious conversations with your grandparents before they die mm -hmm. that's it yeah yeah absolutely thank you sam and i think what people don't seem to understand is the the land of opportunity that their families came to or their ancestors came to, our labor and an intellectual toil put the opportunity in the land of opportunity. We're the ones that made, that laid the foundation for them to come on and walk right on over us into this country, All right? So um, come into this country and build build a legacy and build wealth and build build a future for their children while it was being denied to us at the very same time. And it's been continuous for the last 400, 400 plus years. We've had a few moments when things got better, specifically uh, the, the, the Nader period, as, as Sam likes to talk about, um, during, the, during the Reconstruction, also during, um, uh, during the civil rights, when we started getting legislation through the civil rights movement in the 60s. But that's pretty much it, folks. That's pretty much it. Nearly within a year, affirmative action was was sunk because they added white women to it not that women don't need well women were added to affirmative action right not women not that women aren't aren't held down but white women are in white families so that mm -hmm. money that those that those resources that they get goes right back into the white community right mm -hmm. right and now and you see and for, as far as black women are concerned you see it now how the democratic party is trying to divide black men and black women right so all these structures over and over again, or we're being hit over and over again while building 
building opportunity, building wealth, and building um, and and building a futures for everybody but us. And that's a problem. And anybody that says it's not a problem is 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 clearly anti-black racist. It's clearly mm-hmm. that. And this is what's going on in this video, is that um, they're clearly, as as Mud said, they just simply unmasking themselves. They're as I was saying earlier, they're being very careful with the language to try to avoid sounding like that, which is why we're here to translate it for you. And again, if they have a problem with our translations, they know where to find it, right? So um, know where to find all of us. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to take care. Yeah, I want Sagar to see me first, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we can go down the line. Let's get it. <laughs> all right. So, anybody else got anything before we move on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they would still be just like the black wealth distribution still hanging out uh, you know as they are now mm. you know some people say well okay you know maybe you know maybe we should address that separately or whatever but but yeah that, they, they wouldn't be helped by that but anyway so you're like well that's kind of silly as well it would seem a little bit weird to imagine that um i wanted to stop hey yo hey yo hey yo hey yo hey yo hey yo Hey yo, hey yo, 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 he, yo, listen, man. Hey yo, Matt Brunick, man. I know you the. Listen, I, I gotta talk to you, Shaggy. I gotta, talk, I gotta talk to you. you know what I mean, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill with a Shaggy. I gotta talk to you, bro. You just literally said that if we really quantified all these things you're talking about, then damn near every black family would be in the upper middle class. It won't be any rich ones or white ones, but every black family, damn near, of them like, oh, disproportionately would be in the upper middle class. And you have an issue with that. Feel me? And then by proportion, if you feel me, because everybody had to talk about raw numbers when it comes to shit like crime and, and feel me, and death and crime in the black community. Y'all had to talk about raw, by raw numbers, it'd still be more white people in the upper middle class than, or it'll just be just as much of us in the upper middle class based off the raw numbers of the fucking, of the demographics of the country. That is true. Thank you for saying that, John. You made he a good point. But he got an issue with the majority of black families not even being super wealthy or super poor, just being in the upper, upper middle class. Shit that I got families earned, the labor, the labor cost, the fucking, the, 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 the family, the discrimination cost, all the, all the costs, like, finally get paid to us. The majority of black families being the upper middle class, and that's wrong. Man, if you don't shut, man, listen. This nigga is well. I don't know. Y'all go get him. Y'all go. There would be very few black families at the very top of society because mm. six hundred thousand is not going to get you up into the one percent or anything like that. And, and by and by the way, as a as a side note, the the Latino wealth is very similar to black wealth, right? Like it's yes, it's almost very, identical. So this okay. All right, so. Why is the Indian guy bringing up the Latino wealth? <laughs> we know why. Mm-hmm, we know why. I don't know why. We know I mean, why. Why wouldn't he bring up Indian wealth? Like, why wouldn't he? Like, why wouldn't he? <laughs> well, you didn't know Latinos were picking cotton with us and getting called nigger and getting raped by the slave masters? Oh, oh you missed that in your history class? You miss them burning down little Mexico? Yeah, I'm just saying like like you can see the motivations like this is not even like some real shit where he's like interested in it for himself unless he thinks he's white or Latino 
Mm-hmm. Like he probably thinks he's white. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like this shit with the Latinos. At one point they were. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> this shit with the Latinos, like why, 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 why do they keep linking us with the fucking Latinos? Like I don't have any issue with them, but our, our situations are completely different. They don't have our history. We don't have their history. Like, why mm-hmm. are you, why do you, why do these people keep acting like everything that happens with black people, everything that the government is like pushed to do for black people has to include Latinos. Well, I like, think part of it is they're treating us, they're treating us like they, like, like they treat white folks when they, when they deal with us. Right. So they, they use the Latinos to try to hold us, to keep us down the same way they use us to try to hold white people down. You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously that's, true. that's, that's mm. what it is. It's like, is they're, they're trying to create this division and probably that's, that's, you know, just the way I'm talking, some Latinos will probably be turned off and this is probably part of their goal. But mm-hmm. like, like we, well, we just got to be honest. Real. We got to be honest. We got to break yeah. this. this. This is horrible. You know, because yeah, I mean, Latinos had their own fight. Let's have do your do your thing. Have your fight. Exactly. Even help you. Exactly, exactly, but you don't get to piggyback on our fight. And on mm-hmm. top of that, I don't care what y'all say. And I and this doesn't go for some of y'all because there are t- there are different. There are three sets of Latinos. There are the the, mm-hmm. the Latinos that the border crossed over mm-hmm. on them from Mexico who have been here since the early 1900s and have always been here. And mm-hmm. most, a lot of them is white Latinos, right? So we got that mm-hmm. group. And then we Even got Longoria the new, group? yes. Then we got mm-hmm. the newer Latinos, which are the ones that came in the late set, like the mid seventies into the eighties and have been here. So some of them are just barely getting bones in the ground. And most of them ain't even got bones in the ground yet here. So mm-hmm. you can't compare me with the group who did not build this country, who got here 30 years ago. Our wealth should not match. They literally just got here. I remember, for example, when the ex-attorney general, Mr. Robert Kennedy, said that it was conceivable that in 40 years in America, we might have a Negro president. And that sounded like a very emancipated statement, I suppose, to white people. They were not in Harlem when this statement was first heard and did not hear and possibly will never hear the laughter and the bitterness and the scorn which the statement was greeted. From the point of view of the man in the Harlem barbershop, Bobby Kennedy only got here yesterday. And now he's already on his way to the presidency. We've been here for 400 years and now he tells us that maybe in 40 years, if you're good, we may let you become president. Just think yeah, about yeah. it. Like, imagine you've been working at your job for 20 years and then somebody comes in tomorrow and people start talking about how y'all should be getting paid the same. You would burn that fucking place down. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to get paid Stay, as pay much the as same for doing less. intern? Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Like you be looking at everybody crazy. So why are you comparing us to people who just got here who don't have our same struggle? Even if these groups are poor, they are poor because of the conditions that were laid on them, uh, that were laid on them in their own country. We built the richest country in the world. 
There is no reason we should be at the bottom of it. Even right now, how we have 50% of the homeless in this country are black people. We are only 13% of the population. Y'all figure that the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is some after slavery shit. When we got out of slavery, we didn't have nowhere to go. Like this is the same kind of shit. We never recovered. We never mm-hmm. recovered. There's a yep. few boule Negroes who were able to grab a little bit of something when stuff was going on and they were in the right place at the right time. But a lot of people lost their shit because y'all motherfuckers used to go in people's towns and burn their shit down. And if you don't believe me, look up Red Summer of 1919. I need you to read Sundown Towns. I need you to read Buried in bitter waters they do have a book called red summer like you need to start reading all this stuff go sit down and read some stuff about your ancestors your ancestors used to fucking rape and pillage our shit they were al-qaeda for us y'all was some white domestic terrorists 100 so for your for your descendants now to be telling us well you don't we shouldn't have to give you anything if it would have happened after slavery listen y'all can read this book called my face is black is true which is about callie house who is the original reparationist shortly after slavery queen mother right yes like she Mm -hmm. short not too long after she was trying to get pensions for the formerly enslaved they did not want to pay them even then they sat around and they said that um they put like Oh, yeah, they didn't want to even pay it then. They were like, oh, well, it's been such amount of years and it's over now. So there's no reason to pay. So the same arguments that you guys are making now, white racists were making in the 1800s. Y'all are no different. Your thought process is no different. That's why you should read history. Maybe if you would read history, you would realize how racist the shit that y'all say is because you would see that like it's the same argument. Yes, well, it's their history too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, Yeah, our our history here is our is our interaction with them. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So the thing about it is, we have to know about you. We are forced to know about you. Our lives depend on us knowing you, knowing your history, Mm -hmm. how you move, knowing how to code switch and be in your areas and be around you like we have to be aware anytime we're around you. You guys know nothing about us, but always talk about us like you do. Mm-hmm. Whew, sorry I'm done go ahead y'all I'm irritated with these people I hate being mm-hmm. I hate that like don't compare me to people who literally got here after the Cosby show and don't talk to me when you don't even have bones buried here and I know people get all up in their feelings but my family has been here for generations like so I don't want to hear shit when you literally got here like around the time I was born or your people got here around the time I was born like get the fuck on for real so if you're going to come here, then why don't you fight with us? But you don't get to use our fight and be like, well, we deserve this too. Why the fuck do you? Especially because a lot of y'all are racist in your own fucking country. So remember Mayate, like every other group has a word for nigger in their language. Black folks ain't got no nigger words for nobody. We don't have any words. We like the words that you hear are adopted from other groups. We have never created a word for other groups to be disparaging of them, them. but Absolutely. to denigrate them. But all of y'all got a word for nigger, all of y'all. So mm-hmm. we need to start having real conversations. And if, like I said, if y'all want to be like, let's all work together, that's one thing, but you don't get to be like, oh, well, I'm brown and I'm oppressed and we're the same. No, we're not the same because our ancestors came here in slave ships or were enslaved on this continent. You chose to move to a racist country and you have to deal with that. 
we did not choose to come here. You chose to come to a racist country. This country was built on theft, rape, and fucking free labor. Mm-hmm. You know where you came. Okay, yeah. I'm done. I'm sorry, y'all. Let's keep moving. <laughs> but I want to talk about. I want to talk about. I think what cousin. I think what cousin Mud was alluding to when he was talking about the Latinos, and I want to talk about uh, Brown Tucker Carlson Jr. It's a, it's a few it's a few of them. It's a few Indian Brown. It's Sagar. It's this dude. Now I mean Brown Tucker Carlson Juniors and shit. Like why are you bro? You Indian? Like all, all you Middle Eastern? And yet you are using the argument of like black people shouldn't get this because Latinos live like this too. But first of all, yeah, you know Sam just destroyed your whole shit. So I don't I don't even want to hear that shit. But second of all, why you ain't talking about Jeff people in this country? Like, like in this country, why you ain't talking about Jeff family? How you got here? Because there is a group of you people that's here. Like, you feel like it's more than 100,000, probably a million of people that's here. They have a certain yeah. wealth position. We can get the why data on that. Why are you, yeah, they bring people with them. Why are you not talking about the wealth gap between me and your people? Mm-hmm. Fucking Ziggy, whatever. I don't know his name. I call him Ziggy. You know, you know, Ziggy, like Ziggy, Ziggy, I call him like, all right, Ziggy. I think it's Zig. Okay. I, I, it's, it's Ziggy. Z-A-I-D. Z-A-I-D. All right. MG, you know I'm going to call niggas Ziggy. You know I don't give a fuck. I'm, all yeah, right. I don't, you know, I don't, Zig, I don't I'm calling Ziggy. He got a problem with us. He knows where to find us. All great. Hey, yeah, nah. <laughs> you saying it like that. I ain't saying it like that, but I'm going to call that motherfucker Ziggy because I don't give a mm. fuck. Because he mm. talking some bullshit to us. Yeah, how, how you going to yeah, come cool. over here? And really talk about some real talk. Like this is the wealth disparity between the blacks and Latinos. First of all, just see that, and that's that people of color shit. That thing about it is that we have no. I like. I think I can speak for all of us. I can't really speak for all of us. So I'm off the hook. But I think I can speak to the sentiment of all of us when we say we really have no issues with no other groups of people. We really right. we, like. We'll really take time to read about your oppression and your pain and shit like that. Like. You really know what the fuck happened to motherfucking Chinese people with Japan. If I'm like Japanese, Real talk. we know about here. all this shit. Mm-hmm. We live in America. We know about how the Indian Brahmin, you feel me, the Brahmin caste, how we know all about this shit. You feel me? Like, we know about shit in Europe, how the Irish got treated like shit by the. You feel me? We know about all this shit. Do you come here and you like, nigga, you don't know about us? And you here? And like, what the fuck is that shit? So it, I just felt that like it was funny as hell. He ain't bring up his wealth guy. He ain't bring up. First of all, he ain't state his lineage and how his specific group of people compared to the black people. And I want him to make that argument. Remember, I wanted to make his, make his argument because I knew eventually he's going to turn to a right wing argument. That's why they don't want to do wealth redistribution do. because they're in the, they're a little bit higher up mm-hmm. in the money. You know that? So remember, well, when we look at their median wealth, like their shit is like 150. So what is theirs at the top? Remember, that's the median, right? <laughs> So they get, so they so wealth redistribution might actually jumble up some of their money and maybe that's why they ain't happy. But you know, no disrespect, but you know, you, you can always go back and build your home country. I, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think Matt, I, I think Matt Brunig I think Matt Brunig You know, if you don't want them to steal your money, no, no. you know, I don't want anybody no, no, to feel like I, they no. getting their money stolen. No. So, you know, feel yeah, free like, to take like your money and run. Yeah, absolutely. I think Matt Brunig should bring that heat to them like, yo, y'all got more wealth on I, I, I mean, y'all got more, y'all got higher incomes on average than white people. 
Y'all need to get y'all doing some bullshit. This ain't right. We ain't talking to him like that. That's all I got. To say. Yeah, and talk about how they're practicing class in Silicon Valley. I mean, practicing yeah. cast and cast in Silicon Valley and blocking mm-hmm. out other Indians who come from lower caste from getting jobs. So if they're doing that to their own people, what do you think they do into our black asses? Mm-hmm. And not to mention in Silicon Valley, there's there's plenty of there's there's over a hundred and fifty thousand non-Americans holding jobs while while black homelessness and, and black joblessness is at epic in, in epic numbers. Right. Because they don't care about us. And then they'd be like, oh well exactly. you don't have the skills. Even when we do have the skills, they're not hiring us. Not they only hire good Absolutely. certain a certain type of good Negro. Mm-hmm. And even then that good Negro is on is on eggshells, right? Because that, that shit can be snatched out from under the <laughs> blink of an eye. Right. Real talk and right. that should be stressing right. them out and shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Microaggressions all day long and nobody really gives a shit because they don't have to because we're broke. What are we going to do? We take the job or somebody else will get it if we get the opportunity. (laughs) That's real talk. That reminds me of that time when we were talking. Who was it that we were grilling when he was like, Oh, you know, now if you do a little racism at work, you might lose your job. It makes me think of that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, if you grab a little ass at work, you know, it's a problem <laughs> oh, now. Jesus. Now you just might you lose know your what? job. <laughs> <laughs> a little grab ass. Yeah. Oh, Coming shit, wearing man. a sombrero, you might get in a little trouble. Exactly. All right, let me get in on this now. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't even do karaoke in the office. All right. So, um, one of the, I guess, most everybody pretty much covered the this this point of view where um, we're constantly compared to other other groups, even though we're unique. But the the worst part about it is is that they're trying to um, dishonestly and deviously push the oppression of others on another oppressed group, meaning us. So we're not only responsible for um, for our own oppression, we're responsible for the oppression of others. Meanwhile, they're not saying it, notice they're not saying anything about the white oppressor, right? It's just all this, all this, um, um, well, and the national oppression, right? Because there's a lot of people that lie at the top of the food chain who have joined, who have joined into this oppression Z. Um, so, um, so now this, now, now our oppression is a group project, right? And the left and the left is taking their role. They're taking on this role with zeal, with absolute zeal, right? So stop trying to make us, make us uh, equivoc- equivoc- um, equivocate us with the oppressor. Um, and not stop making other people's oppression our responsibility. They don't do this to anybody. We 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 say this every show, but <laughs> every recording we say this. No other group is. They never sell the Jews. What about the Native Americans, right? The 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 Holocaust survivors, right? Because some people hear the word Jews and think I'm saying something negative. No, that's how they address themselves. So uh, I'll say Jewish people just to keep it clear, right? Nobody ever tells Jewish people, Jewish Holocaust survivors, that um, that well. Um, the, what the you, Jewish Holocaust survivors, you are now responsible for taking care of the Japanese, or you're um, responsible for Native Americans. You know what I mean? Go ahead, go ahead, Sam. I was gonna say, how many of them uh, was on Twitter when Obama earmarked that twelve? Was that twelve million for them or something like that? Mm-hmm. How many of them was in uh, Jewish people's uh, DMs telling them you don't you don't deserve that money? Get that shit back. Mm-hmm. 
or the Asian community getting get getting uh two getting, two getting, economic empowerment acts. They got one under Trump, yeah, and Trump. under Obama. They got two. Yeah, absolutely. Look it up, people. Mm-hmm. They Asians they got, got two economic empowerment acts. So when they say that they don't get they don't ask for nothing from the government and this and that, everybody ass, goes to the government with mm-hmm. their hands out except for blacks and poor whites. Mm-hmm. Everybody else goes to the government with their hands out. Those are the only two groups who don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you notice how they don't say you never hear anyone say anything about uh Asians not getting something because of poor whites. You never hear no shit mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Ever. Ever. Never, ever, ever. All right, Sam. I'm good. Go on. We can go. But that is true. I have never heard that. Could you imagine if when they gave the Japanese their money, if they pulled all white people, like, should we give the Japanese this money from when we intern them? They would have been like, no. Of course they not. never do that. They never do that. They're and, adults and, now. They don't need that get, money. And you That's see that? And then we get that reason. Shows, we call that all this shit. Yeah. All right. I'm about to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. See that? When we get into that reason, then we got to get into the caste system. You feel me? Like, then we got to get into the caste system. And that's some oh, shit yeah. that I'm sure we're going to do. We just really don't want to do. Yeah, we're going to get there. All right. Let's go ahead and hit the play button. Because we still got to do, we still got to do, uh, so we still got to do and off read. Eight off read. All right. Cool. Eight off read. Eight off read. Out to dry. Yeah. They would still be. Stop that. Stop that. It's like the black wall distribution. You hear that? You hear, you hear the language? Leave them out to dry again, making us responsible for the oppression of another group. Yeah, when did when did we make people? When did how many farms do we own that we can force? No, 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 for real. How many farms? Because you know they stole so much of our farmland and stuff. Mm-hmm. How many farms that we, we do have? we own that were exploiting um, undocumented people? Mm-hmm. No, like for real. How many how many black people uh, got a bunch of undocumented people, you know, working on a farm where they're exploiting nope. their labor and treating them like trash and not letting them do anything and locking them in places like mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of us who are I don't know no Negroes. So, I know no no Negroes participated in that. No Negroes I know I don't know any black people bombing any Latinos out of their neighborhoods, but I do know if you look up Boyle Heights in LA and look about Latinos bombing blacks out of a community, mm-hmm. it has happened. So help, we don't bother by, nobody. Help by a racist, a racist uh, sheriff's department, black, mm-hmm. white, and Latino gangs. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's um, the whole thing, right? So why are we responsible for people that we aren't oppressing? How about you, Matt Brunig? Don't make me Ernie Chambers, your ass. How about you, Matt Brunig? Why don't you deal with what's going on with the Latinos? Because y'all are the people who are oppressing them. Y'all are the ones who, you know, exploit them for cheap labor. And then for those of the ones who are American citizens, you guys are the ones who are denying a lot of them opportunities. Like, yeah, some of them are getting opportunities because they got a hookup. But I have a feeling in another 20 years, their shit will shake out like ours. They'll have their... They'll have their elites who will exploit people to get where they need to be. And then they'll have like some little, they'll have a few little people below that. And then they'll have everybody else be poor. I'm pretty sure their numbers are going to be looking exactly the same. Yeah, because this country awards sociopathy. So exactly. So yeah, so yeah, let's, yeah, I'm sorry. I want to stop there. I I wanted to point out that language, leaving them Mm -hmm. behind. That's not our responsibility. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Not at all. Hey yo, can I? Hey yo, can I just say something on that? Yeah, you know, I, yeah, go I, ahead. Yeah, let me go ahead, John. Hey, I'm sorry. Now, nah, man, what MG said, like real talk, like like real shit, like what what you and Sam is saying is really that shit is really fucking that shit crazy because because it's real shit. Like, so Sam is basically saying like, in, like basically like 
after Latinos be here for 100 years, they're going to start seeing. Guess what, though? The thing about it is different, though, because they're going to start seeing that desegregation. If they're going to see that desegregation, not degradation, but just the differences in, in, in communities, because Latinos is a whole group of people. And think about it from a whole different group of races of people. You know what I mean? Like, it's Asian Latinos. It Bro it's, yeah. chi- bro, it's Chinese Puerto Ricans, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that, yeah. they came over on the coolie. That was coolies and shit like that. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. speaks Spanish. To Chinese, Chinese yeah. like. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so you gonna start seeing that. Mm-hmm. You gonna start. You gonna start seeing that disaggregated in America, though. Then you gonna start seeing. Tell me, and you might start seeing that same wealth gap that you had in your old country you was running from mm-hmm. here. But any, but tell me, like, yeah, you exactly. claim them, if you don't give us what we want, that's what's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. The white Latinos will be the one that get the money, and the ones, no. the Latinos that are dark like you, and the ones that are yep. more towards the middle color, they're gonna be, they're gonna you're end not, up You'll get American you, you, yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You'll get eight on size. Same thing. Came like doing Penny's time, like the early, like late eighteen, early nineteen hundreds. Penny's time, fuck Jim Crow, Black Code time. They came around that time. Mm-hmm. So, Native so I can see, they, that's a separate. See, that's a separate month. That, that's a separate case, though. I, I, I respect that case, though. But they descend from slavery. See that we could break that down, though. I right, that's another different discussion. But I yeah, we'll, still we'll think what MJ was saying, though. It, we got yeah, that's true. That's a, yeah, we could definitely have that discussion. Because if you but really just, wanted to include everybody, you really could just be like anybody that was here before 1960. Yeah. Or we yeah, could go we, as back far as back that. as 1955, because yeah, that's before, what a good before, 10 years yeah. before the Immigration mm-hmm. Act, and that would cover most people who were already here. You know, before, before the, we, before the, end of the, day, before the days of ADOS, I had tossed around the idea of a sliding scale based on how long your family, family. Yeah, I don't like that. I would yeah. actually rather them do a separate, um, a separate yeah, yeah, uh, claim. Drug- for yeah, for redlining, because because mainly most of them who got here, if you got here in the '60s, all you can really complain about is redlining, because you got yeah, here after it. everything was kind of opened up. You didn't go through Jim Crow, mm-hmm. you know. No, you know I what I mean? Like, they still not adults, bro. They still not old. What we old? Period. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like we're not well, even talking point. about you. Think about it is that we making. Think about it. We we'll be saying you're gonna shit clear. So when it's time we for you to get with yours, you can. I mean, now you know it's real now. Because when we get out shit, you're going to try to go get your shit. It's going to be way easy to get your shit after we get out shit. Everybody get their shit. But I feel like I just want to say one thing, though. MG was saying that we really got to carry the fucking pain and suffering of other mm-hmm. oppressed groups. If I mean, if I mean look at for me being the most oppressed group in the country. Yo, this nigga really tried to oppress shameless to really feel bad about poor white people. Niggas that would have lost, for me, would have lost our granddaddies in a fucking hot second. Poor white people. That had more than our granddaddies. Y'all seen the Chris Rock shit when Chris Rock said, a oh, poor white family would just come into my grandmama home and just eat food and just leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, even, it's, so it's deeper than the class dynamic. Y'all is bugging. You know what I'm the, us getting what's owed to us is the beginning of what you feel like you're getting by saying police don't kill you and go to school and all this other shit. No, give us what's owed to us. This is the beginning of it now, because when you got money in this country, you got power. And I think that mm-hmm. what MG was saying about that shit, when MG was like, yo, you making you trying to make us feel bad about poor white people? Like, you trying to say, like, people with, that have been poor for, for, for slavery to now, that's like 10 generations of fucking American people. Damn near between eight to 10 generations of Americans been in poverty. You know what I mean? They move here, poverty, 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 poverty. And you compare this to the poor white dude that could have possibly was a slave trader. His poverty was different. Even LBJ, U.S. shit was different. 
So you you trying to shame us into feeling like you trying to like us fighting for you don't do this to any other group too. I think the main thing he would say you don't do this to any other group. I'm not saying that poor white people don't go do some shit. That's the failure of American capitalism. That's not my fault, bro. That's just the failure of just plain American cap. But we but we are the the failure that that shit was built on though. See, you just in the system. If you feel me, like we the failure that that shit built on. We just in the system. You feel me, like we the backbone of the system. That built this capitalism that you fell in on. That's what, that's See, what you don't understand. So I, so, I, so I think that what y'all saying is great. I'm out. I don't want to talk no more. I'm tired of these niggas. So funny. All right, Sam. You had some, you had something to say, Sam? No, I was just gonna say. Um, I think I think the problem is they feel like we're how they are, right? So we see like how now that Biden won the election, a lot of these white people are going back to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we can't let you black folks get y'all money because if y'all get y'all money, y'all won't help us in this fight that we want to have with these real rich motherfuckers. But mm-hmm. unlike you motherfuckers, we actually care about justice. So you can give us our money and we'll fight with you. But mm-hmm. you keep acting like you don't want to pay us. We going like, okay, so I'm glad that this one's going out on Sunday. I got this Latina homegirl, right? Mm-hmm. And she um, she works with a revolutionary group. I'm not going to um, bring the group up on here because, you know, whatever. I don't want to put her on blast like that. But when she hears mm-hmm. this, she'll know that I'm talking about it. And, you know, I was talking about how we're, you know, how we want to start, you know, working on building coalitions and like reparations mm-hmm. first. And, the, and she was like, well, you're starting like at the largest, at the widest part of the river instead of trying to cross where it's shorter. And I said, well, if you're not for reparations, I don't need you in my coalition. She's like, I understand what you're saying. And I was like, I need you to understand what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. white people. We all are in a house, right? White people have set this house on fire. Yes, it was the rich oligarch white people, but they still white. So they set the house on fire, right? So you got middle-class whites, you got poor whites, you got all of that stuff in there. And you got your POC, some of y'all set the light into the curtain, some of y'all helped, right? Mm -hmm. And then now- mm -hmm. So now Mm -hmm. the house is about to burn down and y'all trying to run about the house, but y'all trying to leave the black people in the house to burn down in the motherfucker that you set the fire to. Mm-hmm. ADOS is closing ranks around you and we are going to lockstep and hold you and we will all burn down in this house together. So either we're going to figure, either we're going to come together and we're going to all run up out this bitch or we're going to lock you in this motherfucker and we all just going to burn it. We just going to burn. So mm-hmm. I think y'all need to understand that we are not playing like I am my ancestors. And a lot of the people, a lot of the history that you read about our ancestors is this whitewashed, nicey, you know, um, stuff that makes you guys comfortable. But my ancestors, our ancestors' true history, we don't fuck around. So y'all gonna, you either gonna get down or you gonna lay down. Yep. Get it out of the way there. We gonna get it away the other. Mm-hmm. Get it it. The other. So trust it, trust and believe. You need us. You need our energy. You need our fight, and you need our ancestors to help you to get we this through. They prove everything. They history every cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mud, you got anything to move on? No, I'm sorry, Sam. Are you done? Else, no, I'm done. Thank you. Okay. You good, Mud? All right. All right, Sam. Like a minute left. Let's really ride yeah, through, and then we get to cooking again. And just still hanging out, uh, you know, as they are now, mm. you know, some people say, well, okay, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we should address that separately or whatever, but, but yeah, they, they, they wouldn't be helped by that. But anyway, so you're like, well, that's kind of silly as well. It would seem a little bit weird to imagine that, you know, but for histories of racism and slavery and Jim Crow and so on, 
every black family would be in like the upper middle class. There would be none at the top and none at the bottom. Um, yeah. That doesn't really make sense either. Nobody's saying that. So right. that's number three. So then you go, okay, well, I'm in arguments. doesn't really work. Mm. Matching the distributions, that seems goofy. You're just giving a bunch of money to affluent black families. Flat payment, weird. All you know, just every black family's in the upper Ooh. middle class. Like, oh my god, it's so weird. Left with, it's well, a black we need to do no. general redistribution. You know, <laughs> the oh, top hey, 10% hey, hey. of hold the on, country on, in terms on. of wealth is almost all white, like 90 plus percent white. The hmm. bottom half is about 50 50 black, right. Latino, and white, or I guess you'd say non white and white, right? 50 50. So, move money from the top to the bottom you solve both problems at the same time because the racial gap shrinks and the class gap shrinks and you don't run into those other problems. It just sort what of other problems? both problems. So this is the thing that I don't understand. Wait, yeah, I don't understand what the other problems yeah, are, right? So this is the thing. That. We got it. We heard enough of that. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, oh yeah, because it's pretty much the end anyways. We only got eight seconds left. Mm -hmm. So, but my whole thing is. You could eat is, wait eight seconds. Go ahead, oh, play. I'll play. Shit, I'll play. Like, <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you, Sam. <laughs> just resentment. Yeah, those and poor whites who are kind of like, well, right. hey, we're, we're. yeah, poor whites. There we go, crazy. poor whites. Right poor white people. But the funny thing is, I actually care about poor white people. But yeah. I don't care about you getting wealth redistribution before I get my reparations. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that much because, you know, if y'all would have teamed up with us back in the day, y'all would have been. We, this country would be completely different if it wasn't anti-black. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and it's anti-blackness has as retarded it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this the, this country's anti-blackness has retarded it, as in mm -hmm. dictionary term retarded, as in slowed held down, back. Yep. held back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's all, and you can read it in the history books when you look at all these different movements. They could have been a lot further along if they would have just, you know, embraced us instead of doing what they always do, which is. Um, you know just choosing themselves first like y'all are very selfish people you're very selfish people and we have mm -hmm. to y'all got to get past that oh my god it's my favorite it's mm -hmm. my favorite why don't black kids like to learn oh how to no, speak no, Spanish? no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. hey let, let's close, let's, close, <laughs> oh, no. let's close this out and okay. then we'll move on to that all right okay so all right okay. so 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 mud what you got on that on on, on uh on zed and i guess yeah unmute right yourself there. mud Sorry about that. Yeah, I okay. just want to. Um, yes. So you see how he said this would solve both problems. Mm -hmm. And then he did this tricky thing where he said it would shrink the racial wealth gap, not solve the like it wouldn't eliminate. It, yeah. So like, mm -hmm. like, it's, it's really funny how they play these fucking games. Like, it's, it's like, you're just trying to scam us out of this whole fucking, like the whole fucking thing. And you're trying to like, you're trying to act like this is the best solution. Like you're really, like you really thought it through and this is the solution that works for everybody. But really it is just the solution that fucks us out of what we deserve. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's basically it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. John, what you got? Last thoughts for this one? Yeah, man. He... <laughs> hey, man, you ain't, like Cousin Mud, as always, you ain't fucking lying. Nobody, got none of y'all ain't lying, man. He, he trying to play these games. He's trying to say, he's trying to say that, uh, hey, yo, what the fuck makes it, yo, you know what? I, this is what I, this is what I caught. This is what I caught from what he said. 
he basically his whole point he went to save. He can give him money, and that'll make fucking this poor white people the same. That's our goal. Or we can give them certain type of money in a certain way, then it's gonna make the majority of black people upper middle class. Good. Oh no, 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 no. What we could what we really gotta do is redistribute redistribute with the wealth that they have between races. Basically, that's basically what he's saying though. Basically, what yeah, he, he said, yeah, I don't he's know not saying that they should redistribute said, the whole class. You're right, keep going. He said, Yeah, we let's redistribute the wealth between both lines of race and shit like that. So basically, let's stabilize what basically what we our whole argument gets to love. His whole argument was like, let's stabilize white people and give black people crumbs because we don't have no fucking wealth to fucking redistribute. What's you going? What's what the see that? This the fucking this, 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 crazy. They yo, they crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, how you left? You crazy? You think he ain't peeped that? He said all this like, let's give them their money. That means then they might have more money than the average white family. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, you know what? If we just break it down the way we got money now, they're going to have just as money as much as money in us. And that's not good, which it will be good. It'd be better for your left wing argument, you fucking idiot. You mm-hmm. dummy. You know what I mean? Like, well, so now you can really, now you going to have, now the shit is, you fucking, you this fucking mar- you marshmallow bag, like a big ass marshmallow with a wig on. You dumbass. You dumb as hell. And now, and now, and now. He come like a big bag of marshmallows with a little with a fucking seventies wig on, with a Kristen Bell seventies with the fat. He was the fat nigga in that movie. You know what I'm talking about? With that wig on, looking crazy, looking crazy. You, real talk. You a economist, motherfucker? Motherfucker, like real shit. Like, I don't know nothing about math. So you can, a can, can another day? Can we have a conversation about? about how you could just be white and you get to do everything? No black person could look like that and be an economist. I'm sorry, it's real talk. You goddamn white right, kid. That's the devil he had waves, my nigga. That's the devil he chilling right now. That devil he had waves spinning before. He said, and this shit a box too. He got the little box in. He said the box too though. Let's keep it a thou well. That shit, you good, doc. You good. You my dude. But at the end of the day, like, I appreciate you. We love you, doc. Period. But what his overall came back argument was like, you know what? We got to redistribute wealth from the white and the black classes. That's going to make it fair. We don't have no fucking wealth. You idiot! Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. He, he's he's bugging. This shit is fucking ridiculous, man. This is crazy, nigga. Nigga, I'm about to know what, nigga. I'm taking a nap. I don't even want to. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, Uncle Reed. Yo, what's it? Uncle Reed up said, yo, yo, Mud MG. I'm taking a nap. I'm about to. Real, I'm taking. I'm turning the camera off. I'm taking a nap. Nigga. I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing Adolf Reed, especially because his daddy was a class reductionist too. Like I was reading this book about labor history and they were talking about how his daddy, when the blacks wanted to break off and create their own um their own labor their own uh union because the white union wasn't um wasn't representing them properly, his uh his daddy was like, We don't need to do that. We need to stick it out here. So he comes from a whole line of sellout. That's in his blood. <laughs> Damn, it's a genetic sellout. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Sam, you got any last, last, last nah, I'm thoughts? I'm done, man. I'm done because we've been talking right. forever. We might as well move on. All right, so let me get my last. Can I get my last? Sam, please do. MG, hell yeah, get your leg, get your <laughs> yeah, piece no, off. Cause what yeah. you talking about? Do you? I, I think I, you the wise one. What's up? Listen, I, I think if we look at this, if we look at this fiscally, right? That, even though all the money comes from the same place, it's basically two different pots, right? So we have a debt that needs to be paid and we have a universal program that needs to help people get out of debt, right? So as, as Sam likes to say, and is brilliant to, to, to frame it this way, is that 
pay us first, give us that debt money, and then you'll spend less less in that universal program because there will be less inequality to deal with, right? So if you're honest, uh, if you're an honest broker in this, reparations actually helps, as, as John was saying, at reparations actually helps your project on the left, right? But you can't get past the, this anti-blackness or anti-ADOSness more specifically, you can't get beyond that and the fear of white, this, this fear of white backlash when you won't even try, you just feed into it, right? Which tells me, I guess I'm gonna go into it. I said I may or may not go into it, but I'm gonna go into it, which tells me you are on board with the anti-blackness, right? Because Zed Jelani is a writer. His job is to frame these things and change opinion, try to change the opinion of people that are reading. But he doesn't try that. He just says, okay, this is just the way it is. This is the only place he does that. The only space, because I read his writing. This, this race thing for black people is the only space where he doesn't try to, try to persuade. Because he's anti-black. He's an anti-black racist. Exactly. Like I said, he's most likely a Brahmin. And like mm -hmm. I said, show me your cast. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, <laughs> I need mm -hmm. y'all to tell me what cast you are. You can look yeah. at me and tell that I'm a Negro. Mm -hmm. I can't look at you and tell what cast you are. So y'all need to start identifying yourself mm -hmm. as cast because mm -hmm. it does matter. Because you Absolutely. are still raised within your family. It's not like you come to America and y'all abandon Absolutely. everything that y'all believe in from your culture. That does not happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially not in the first generation. Absolutely. I addressed this in an article. If you follow, if you see, if you hear this, everybody within the sound of my voice, go to actifypress.com slash native, N-A-T-I-V-E. And I, I address some of this there. But as, as, I, as I said, thank you, Sam. As I said, we um, have to be honest about where people are coming from. If you're about justice, this is a big, this is the biggest justice claim in the country, the biggest unaddressed justice claim in the country, right? No question about it. If you're an honest broker and you're willing to do a, the tiniest bit of research, again, you could read my articles all day and be pretty much caught up to where we are now, right? If you, if you cared enough, but the problem, the problem is, is they don't care enough because they want to see us at the bottom. And that's the only way they view this country because as Sam was, was alluding to, excuse me, as Sam was alluding to, as a Brahmin, the caste, the, the bottom caste in India is the untouchables, right? Is the Prado? No, that's Brazil. Anyway, I forget the name, the, the name of that caste, the official name for that caste, right? They yeah, I don't know us. the official. Yeah, they see it. That's, that's in the article. If you go to Press slash native, you'll see the name of that, of, that, of that group in that in that in in that article. But if you look at the if, but they what happens is is this is that your caste scheme is how you see the world. The how that's how you're, you're, you order the world is that CAD system or the system that you grew up in, right? So when you move to a new space, you choose groups based on how things work there to slide into your social schema, the, how you view the world, right? And we are the bottom caste in this country. Therefore, we in their minds, we become the bottom caste in this country and, be, and, and should be there. Again, should be there. Therefore, they can't fathom way to view it. Therefore, they can't fathom us getting an opportunity to get to the top, an opportunity that we've earned over and over and over again. Okay? All right. And before you go, let's keep it a book. If they give us reparations, shit's going to change in this country too because we're going to end up building a bunch of co-ops and businesses. And one thing about that is Black people are definitely going to hire Americans. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, no disrespect oh, to yeah. anybody. Cousin Ray Ray needs a job. Ray Ray just got yeah, out. He needs a job. Everybody, like, we got mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people who need. Cousin Ray Ray need a job. Mm -hmm. And then our kids always got some white or POC friend hanging around who happened to be stuck in poverty with us. You're going to be giving mm -hmm. Juan a job. Mm -hmm. You're going to be giving, you know, everybody, little Julie, Trevor. little Asian. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep. Trevor little, get a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little ju little poor Julie gonna get a job because mm -hmm. she, you know what I mean? Like, cause we nigga, we fight, nigga. We, nigga, we might, nigga, we might. <laughs> I mean, we might. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, nigga, right. we just might. We might. We yeah. like, alright, man. Nah, like, alright. We be just see that. No, no other group of people still do that though. When we get nobody this, we, do we that. still gonna be paranoid. We were like, we ain't doing Hell that. Yeah. They be done sent the people in and sent us to jail. We the first first CEOs ever arrested yeah. for bringing in undocumented. That's yeah, true. but we the only yeah, we the, the only group of people of, that could, that would do that. Mm -hmm. Word up. We don't get that money getting sent to jail again because we don't do shit no more. So yeah, so if we get if we get our money, like we're fair people, like we're gonna build a lot of jobs and. Contrary to popular belief, we're not gonna be sitting around discriminating, talking about ah, oh, we're not hiring any white people. We don't because we don't get down like that because we mm -hmm. always are thinking about how to be fair. If we acted like y'all did, whew. yeah, this country would have never built. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Is that you done, Sam? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Let's let's wrap okay. this up. All right, so we're wrapping this one up. Uh, so that's that's it. Again, this is Reset Race. I'm Michael Graham, and we uh, our, our panel was with Sam, Mud, and John. Check us out on uh, the next show. Please like, subscribe, and share. Tell all your friends about our little raggedy-ass show. <laughs> and, uh, and come back next time. So they raggedy, man. That's your fire. It is fire. Hot fire. I do love this show. This is fun. All right, it's fun when you no. can tell the truth and light folks up. That is some fun shit. Uh, no, I, I, do it. Enjoy I love this shit. Mm, it's the best. Yeah. No, I'm bugging out. I'm bugging. My All bad, right. bro. My bad. So that's it, family. We out. Thank you very much for listening. Check us out again next time. Listening to Reset Race. You're now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race. You're now tuned in to Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. Uh. You're listening to Reset Race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh. You're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice claim. We know what is at stake. Uh, you tuned in to Reset Race. You find out who really done justice and really who fake. On the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Pennies, Jim Crow, and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings. We are old from this nation. You're not about justice if you ain't for reparations. MG, the wise one. Cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire. Anti-black, we pressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country, the way you need our energy. You gon' see. Listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, uh. You're listening to reset race. You now tuned in the reset race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. Uh. You're listening to reset race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. 
You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. Uh, you tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out we're really about justice and really who we think. Uh, Hey, this is MG from the Reset Race Podcast, where we discuss race, politics, economics, and reparations. We wanted to let you know that we've started a Patreon. So to support us over there, please go to www.patreon.com slash Reset Race Network. Again, www.patreon.com slash Reset Race Network. Thanks. We'll see you over there. <laughs>